0: The truth? Uh, I'm all ears. Okay. The
1: truth. I always tell the
2: truth, even when I lie. Why do you find it so hard to believe? Why do you find it so easy? It's never been Easy. easy. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of Truthful Talk. I am your host, Marco George. and this episode uh, is actually, I'm going to uh, pass off to an excerpt we did from another podcast. Uh, my daughter, Maya, and I conduct a podcast on uh, on the NFL. We we do a podcast for the Miami Dolphins because we're big fans. And during this week, though, we addressed what is happening between uh, President Trump and the comments he made towards the NFL, towards this thing called peaceful protest and how he's calling out these athletes and he's calling out the owners uh, the use of derogatory statements, and we we had a discussion on that podcast about how this is this is affecting everyone, and and the right and the wrong of it uh, uh, from our standpoint as we look at it from a human side, and so I, I thought this is a, a also a great topic to bring up here on Truthful Talk, and so I decided to uh, take that segment. That we talked about it on there. I'm also going to replay it here um, just because it's it's a topic that needs to be talked about. These things that are happening in this country need to be talked about. And not in a negative way where one side just throws names at the other. But in a way where we have to start having a conversation before this gets any more out of control than it already is when we have a president of the united states tweeting which is his main form of communication uh, about what's happening in in a football game and using that to divide a country we have deep issues so with that i'm going to go ahead and uh, and play the segment And uh, yeah, and and for you guys to hear. So here is the segment we did on the Miami Dolphins FinCast uh, just a few hours ago.
0: So this week around the NFL, um, our president, Donald Trump, decided to take some shots at players specifically for their uh, kneeling and protesting against injustice and police brutality But Donald Trump took it and blew it way out of proportions by saying now the NFL is disrespecting the flag. So he said that um, the NFL owners of teams should not allow players to take a knee during the national anthem because it's disrespecting the military. It's disrespecting the flag. It's disrespecting this country. And the NFL and their owners had a really big problem with this.
1: Yeah, this has been, you know, obviously something that's been going on for <clears throat> for a year now. started last season when Colin Kaepernick decided to, to take a knee uh, during the national anthem in protest against social injustice. Now, at the time when it happened, and Kaepernick was the only one doing it, it was a bizarre statement. It was a bizarre thing to do. It, it wasn't necessarily a show of unity because he was the only one doing it. Uh, and there was a lot of controversy about it. Controversy went on almost all of last season. Of as other players, uh, for you know, like uh, Brandon Marshall from uh, the Denver Broncos, Kenny Stills, uh, Kenny Stills of the Dolphins, you know, would would do the same thing. Uh, Michael Thomas of the Dolphins. So it it beca- became a kind of a controversial thing because it was scattered and it was here and there and the the message wasn't clear the message became clear that this is about social injustice it's about uh equality and it was it was saying that so so long as the country systematically divides races and systematically treats certain people differently than others through and the main thing at the time was law enforcement until that is unified then we're going to silently and peacefully protest and the way to do that as the nfl player as in their forum is to say well during the national anthem while people are watching we are going to to take a knee now since then and it started then and it now has even since uh this season escalated and it has become something different and now it has been bastardized into they are protesting soldiers, they are protesting the flag, they are protesting the country. And it's actually the opposite of that. It's opposite. They're not against the country. They're for it. They just want to see it reformed. They want to see, uh, they want to see people treated equally. They're not against the soldiers. They're actually for the soldiers and for what our soldiers of this country have fought for. Generation after generation, we've had, had soldiers fighting for this country for freedom. There are many different levels of freedom, but one of those are freedom of speech, freedom of peaceful assembly. So they're taking that right in that freedom that our soldiers have fought for and have, have given us. And they're fighting for their right to be an American. But it's turned into something else. It's turned into something where it's we're saying they're anti-American. But it's not about that. They're not disrespecting the flag. They're not doing any, anything wrong with the flag.
0: I think what they're trying to do with the flag is bring awareness that the flag symbolizes equality for every American citizen. And right now, that's not being represented socially, it's not being represented politically, financially, economically, in almost all aspects of our society, it's not being represented. And I think that symbolism of the flag and using it as the vehicle for this protest, a lot of people are getting confused on what the protest is actually about because all they see is the flag and all they see what is what the flag symbolizes. But they're not seeing that they're not seeing that not everybody is being represented under that flag, right. which is what it should be. And they, and it's sad that people don't see that.
1: Yeah, and, and it really is. And especially in a sport that is made up primarily of minorities. We have the, you know, the NFL, the player portion of the NFL, is made up of, uh, of a high proportion of minorities. The owners are not, the coaches are not, but in the, in the player portion it is. So here's something that we all have the privilege of watching every week. We all have the privilege of, of we love this sport. I mean, I have grew up on the NFL, and I just I absolutely I love it. That's why we, we, we sit around every week and talk about it, because we love our Dolphins. But whenever they do, I'm going to be watching them, regardless if they win or lose. The Browns fans watch them as they lose every year. I mean, we love this thing. But now we're, <clears throat> we're saying that, okay, well, this group of people, the majority of the group that, that are in this league are saying that, you know what, but in life, we're not in this country. We're not really feel that that we have the same equal things. And this doesn't have to do with uh, money, meaning that, yes, these players make a lot of money. Um, that's not what this is about. But It's not what it is about. It's about being able to drive down the road without constantly looking over your shoulder when you see a police officer saying, oh my God, I wonder if they're going to stop me and harass me for something. It's about being able to, to feel that you can walk into a room without being judged. It's, it's very simple things that this country is founded on, which is equality.
0: And I want to make a point about the money. So a lot of people who are against this protest are saying, well, these are a lot of black players in the NFL and a lot of them are very rich. So what are they complaining about? But when you look at these and when you look at the players and because a lot of them are black and a lot of them are minorities and you listen to them talk about what their lives were like before the NFL, a lot of them came from very poor um, neighborhoods and families and they had to work very hard to get to where they are today. So we can't excuse the fact that just because now they're making a lot of money, the way that they feel and the way that they felt before is invalid. You can't just look at this one group of people and say that represents an entire race. And just because this one group of people is well-off money-wise, that doesn't mean that everyone else is.
1: So what's happening in the NFL, it's, it's, you know, our president is bringing it into, into sports, is this is something that's beyond typical politics. This is something that goes beyond uh, red states and blue states. It goes beyond Republicans and Democrats, and it's now become what does it mean to live in a free democracy? What does that mean? And that is being challenged right now and not in a good way, and it's being challenged by taking what they are doing and and trying to turn it into something else trying to say oh look what they're doing they're really disrespecting the flag they're really disrespecting our soldiers that's an easy win right that's an easy argument just just to point to anybody and say oh we don't like them because they're disrespecting our soldiers we emotionally have a connection with soldiers because of how we treated our soldiers in Vietnam how poorly we treated them ever since then we have the soft spot for soldiers and saying no we'll never disrespect soldiers again so it's an easy win just to point out and say, "Oh, since they're disrespecting soldiers, we shouldn't like them," and too many people are jumping on that bandwagon. But it's not about that. They're not disrespecting soldiers. They're trying to honor what the soldiers have fought for. Now I'm gonna, we're going to play something right now, and just because it, it to me, it completely recaps uh, a really solid viewpoint. On what's happening, and and I think it's important that it's heard. And it was a segment on a show called First Things First, and it's from host Nick Wright. Nick Wright does this show uh, First Things First with Chris Carter on FS1, and uh, and he did this segment uh, a few days ago, and I'm going to go ahead and play it for you now. Here is Nick Wright.
2: You mentioned the president. I'm not I am not going to engage on what the president did. I'm not going to engage on the absurdity that we just ran a clip where a player quotes the president of the United States and we felt we needed to bleep it. I'm not going to engage on the absurdity that the day after the president was inaugurated via his favorite form of communication, Twitter, he tweeted... His resolute regard and support of peaceful protests, of which this is as peaceful as it gets. What I will engage on is what is actually happening. Because I can't walk past a television screen, news or sports, without seeing this on the bottom line, NFL players protest anthem. It is amazing to get a fact error in a four-word headline. When people march, they are not protesting traffic. The players have been uniform that they are using the anthem as a vehicle to protest inequality, police brutality, and racial injustice. And this story by the president and others, many well before the president ever chimed in, has been hijacked to making it about the anthem. When in reality, the anthem was always just the vehicle. And I just, I I want to remind people how this went. Colin Kaepernick was sitting. He wasn't kneeling. He was sitting. Why did he start to kneel? Because he got with a Navy SEAL, Nate Boyer, talked with Nate Boyer. Mm -hmm. Nate Boyer, who sacrificed as much as anyone can for this country without giving their life or limb, talked with him. Nate Boyer says he respects Cap and says, hey, it would sit better with us if you would kneel. Cap said, no problem. I can still get my point across. Every time Cap was asked about this, and any player I've heard asked about this, I have not heard one soundbite of a player being anti-military of a player being, of a player outwardly attacking the fundamentals of what this country is supposed to be. This is a protest about whether or not the country has fulfilled its promise of equal protection under the law to all of its citizenry. And that conversation is one no one wants to have. That conversation is uncomfortable for people. So people literally drape themselves in the flag as a defense of it, forgetting the fact that if we really want to get down to it, if you actually read the U.S. flag code, holding a flag horizontally, laying down, is listed as disrespect. Not sitting, not standing for the anthem is not. Wearing any type of flag clothing is listed as disrespect. Not standing for the anthem is not. But we, we have perverted the discussion into an easy one to get to one of America's favorite old hobby horses, which is why aren't those black folks more grateful for what they got? And that's what we saw Friday night, and that's what the NFL responded to, and I agree with you, Chris. I was surprised how strong the owners came out, some with somewhat weak messages, but a lot of these owners gave the president a million dollars or more. Yes. And they came out and said, you can't curse our players. And then as an aside, be like, and you know what? The other thing is wrong with football, not dangerous enough. Like that. I mean, that, that's being thrown aside, but that was, that was part of it as well. And so, yeah, the NFL did a good job. I just wish people remembered what this was about. People that are angry about the protests, I just ask you one question. And I beg of you to ask yourself this question and have an honest moment of reflection. Are you angry about the protests because you think it's disrespecting the flag? Or are you angry about what is being protested? Because if Colin Kaepernick, who started this whole thing, when he was asked, why are you not standing for the anthem, he had said, I'll be honest with you, I think no one protects that flag more than our soldiers. And I do not think our soldiers are treated fairly when they come back to this country. They do not have adequate health care. They do not have adequate benefits. They do not have adequate job opportunities. And until they get that, I'm not standing for the anthem. Would you still be mad? Because you would be disrespecting the flag just the same way. Or are you mad because deep down you kind of feel like black people got it good enough. Listen, we stopped lynching y'all 90 years ago. We gave y'all the actual right to vote 50 years ago. These days you almost have equal footing getting into college with us. Chill. And you, you get to make millions of dollars playing a game. As if that wasn't a skill honed and crafted and worked on, blood, sweat, and tears. So, what are you actually mad at?
1: Okay, and that was uh, the end of the soundbite from from Nick Nick Wright, and I think it adequately sums up our views on this. Uh, to me, you know the. The Miami Dolphins Fincast was, you know, was never set out to be a political platform. Nor did we ever want to sit down and and, and talk about these things. Uh, but it's been so forced on us in this country. And to me, if we're not having the conversation, uh, then we're equally part of the problem. We need to be talking about this. We need to be doing it in a in a decent and respectful way. That's important. Instead of just throwing names and calling each other names. Uh, you know, it needs to be talked about, and but it is a problem. You know, when I say respectful, I you know, it, it, it's a shame that the president can't do the same thing. I mean, you know, he he made a statement calling the black NFL players sons of bitches. That's a problem.
0: That is in a a complete problem, especially coming from our most esteemed, our highest person in our government. To make such a derogatory statement towards anybody in the United States, but it's such a derogatory statement towards black people, especially specifically in the NFL, all because they were making a peaceful protest, which is protected under the First Amendment. They did absolutely nothing wrong. And for Donald Trump, our president, to make such a derogatory statement is completely unacceptable to me it's saddening it's disrespectful that's disrespectful
1: yeah it 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 is and and this is this is a time where I, i know there's a lot of people on different sides of this there's going to be plenty of people listening to to this podcast some of may have turned it off by this point uh but that will be on opposite sides and what what nick wright asked And what I would say is really reflect what are, you know, if if you're angry about players protesting, what are you angry about? If you support the players protesting, what are you really supporting? What what are you protesting? We have to be very clear on this. We have to do it respectfully, but we need to be very clear on what your cause is, what your protest is, or what your anti-protest is. And then we need to start those discussions because right now there's just a lot of hate. There's a lot of anger and that's not helping anybody. So the Dolphin community out there, I, you know, it's hard to start with a wide audience. We can't start with the entire country, but we can start in small segments as Dolphin fans. Maybe there's a way we can talk nice to each other and come together and figure out what's really going on. That's what I would love to see. So hopefully, you know, our podcasts aren't going to be filled with a lot of this because I want to talk sports, I want to talk dolphins, but when something is is so blatantly in our face, we have to deal with it. You know, I, I liken this this whole thing uh, to having kids. You know, if if somebody is out there disrespecting one of my children, I'm going to stand up and say something about it. And when if if you know if someone, you know, one I'm going to tell my kids, if someone is disrespecting them, you stand up to them. And then two, if I have someone out there bullying one of my children or, or calling that my, one of my kids a son of a bitch, I'm going to have something to say about that. And that's what we have. We have a, a, our father of the country, which is what the president is supposed to be, the, the leader and the example and the moral code of this country, calling one of our brothers and sisters of this country a son of a bitch. We have to stand up against that. We have to do something about that and say, hey, don't talk like that. And that's that. That's the segment that, uh, that we had recorded on the other podcast. And we need, as Americans, to be talking about this. But we need to be talking civilly, respectfully, respectfully really discussing what the issues are. This is this has become such an egoic thing that's happening right now where the people who are on opposing sides are simply saying, my side is right and your side is wrong, without really discussing what the issues are. The players of the NFL uh, who decided to do this, Colin Kaepernick who decided to do this, was trying to find a way in a public forum to say, hey, there are social and uh, and racial injustices that are going on right now, and we need to be aware of it and start the conversation. Really, what's happening are these players are saying, let's start the conversation. And what's unbeknownst to most uh, the general public is that they are starting the conversation. We have many of these players around the league are going out into local communities, into law enforcement offices, and they are having conversations back and forth, and it has actually been an improvement. However, this conversation is being hijacked and hijacked and turned into something else to make these athletes look bad. That's, that's really the, the end of that conversation. I mean, that's really what's happening is they're making them look bad. But there's no reason to make somebody look bad. If, if you have something you're protesting and we're doing it in a peaceful way and we're doing it in a non-hateful way, a non-angry way, that's what this country is founded on. I mean, just recently in Charlottesville, we had protesters who are protesting anything non-white, and they were doing it in a hateful way, in an angry way. To me, that wasn't a peaceful protest. Flying the Nazi flag and saying hateful things is not peaceful. That's not what we're talking about here. However, our president... uh would say otherwise. He called them very fine people. There were very fine people there. And there, and, and he says that there were, you know, uh, bad things happening on both sides. That was his answer to that. Yet we have professional athletes who are not saying anything derogatory, who are not saying anything inflammatory, who are not using hate... At all, but rather they're saying, you know what, there's social injustice that's going on, there are hate groups that are happening, just like what happened in Charlottesville. There are people in this country that believe and are fighting that anything non-white needs to be taken care of, gotten rid of, squashed, eliminated. I mean, th- these are issues that that we should be beyond a- a- in 2017, but it's still happening. We need to talk about this. And really on either side I think if people got together and really discussed what's going on, you know, it, it, everyone, you know there's this anger that's coming out from from a, a part of America about these athletes are disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the anthem and disrespecting soldiers. But but I don't hear at all these people also saying you know what, but I understand why the athletes are doing it because I do see their point of social injustice. No, they're not looking at that. They're saying, no, you're wrong because you're kneeling during the national anthem. Okay, but why are they kneeling? That's what needs to be talked about. What is being protested? These are the same things that were protested many, many years ago by Dr. Martin Luther King. He was also a fan and a believer in peaceful protest. And he had great success with it. Because someone else also on that side of the argument at the same time, Malcolm X, believed in violent protest. And that's the alternative. When peaceful protest is squashed, when it's contained when peaceful protest is pushed aside you leave the people no choice than to violently protest and my fear is that that is what we are heading to we we ha- we must allow peaceful protest we must allow the conversation to occur we must be part of that conversation and say okay let's let's really listen We may not understand, and that's okay. Not everyone understands the other side of the argument, and that's okay. But then let's sit down, peacefully talk about it, let's discuss it, let's try to understand both sides of the argument, and actually let's even start talking about the same thing. Because we have the athletes that are protesting saying, you know what, we're protesting injustice. Then we have people on the other side saying, you know what, we're just protesting the NFL. Why? Because we, we don't like the fact that they're protesting at all. Well, we're not even talking about the same thing anymore let's at least get on the same subject and then we can debate both sides and then we can talk about both sides and then maybe we can get somewhere and find common ground. But we're not going to be able to find common ground so long as we are so easily divided. We must come together. We must find a way to love one another. We must find a way to accept one another. And try to help one another. You know, it, being American, there's this this big push that these athletes are anti-American. That anyone that protests is anti-American. Well, raised in this country, and what I grew up knowing what America stood for. Living in the United States of America, living in North America, what I... Knew that stood for was mean we were all here for each other. We would help each other and we were a country by the people for the people. And the people were always there for each other. We were looking out for each other because we were a family. We were a nation that lived as a family. And growing up, I felt that. I felt that sense of community in my neighborhood, the entire neighborhood, we kind of knew each other, and everyone knew each other, and, and you knew your friends' parents and, and the other people on the block, and everyone looked out for each other. We're losing that. We're missing that. We need to get back to not hating each other so much and not throwing stones at each other, but rather let's look out for each other and say, "Hey, my neighbor is hurting about something. My neighbor has, has an issue about something. What can I do to help?" It's time to peacefully start talking about the conversations. Start peacefully bringing up the subjects. Let's not let anyone divide us. Including the president. All right, world. That's all I have for today. Please restrain yourselves. Please hold back from the fear and the hate And just for a moment, reflect on what you're really afraid of. Reflect on what really bothers you. And let's try to come together as a people and as a nation. Thank you. I'll talk to you again soon. And peace to you all.
0: So what I told you was true from a certain point of view.
1: You must unlearn what you have learned
0: what you're
2: trying to do. I'm trying to free your
1: mind, but I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it.